This is the Watch Post podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Watch Post podcast. My name is Mel Black, and we have been talking about some of the ways we misunderstand loving our neighbor. If you have not listened to the other podcast on this series, I would strongly recommend starting um, from the beginning or at least the last uh, last uh, few podcast episodes. Um, otherwise, you're going to be kind of confused as to what I am referencing, but up to you. We have been talking about some of the ways that we begin to enslave ourselves because we resist God and think that God um, is is harsh, that God is cruel. And so we do not obey the full standard of God's word, the full standard of God's commandments. And one of the fallouts of this is actually that we begin to enslave ourselves to false ideas of selflessness. And by this, we begin to serve man rather than serve God. We feel that we must do um, what man says rather than what God says. So let's talk today about some of the ways that we um, continue to think in this way where, you know, we think that God is cruel and God is is harsh in his standard. You know, we read the Old Testament where, you know, God put to death these nations and we say, how could God do that? And, you know, all these other ways that we, we harden our hearts against God. You know, what we need to understand is, is firstly, we are blind. We are blind to the, the whole reality um, of life itself. We are blind to who God is and his judgments and how they are just. And often what is happening is we're only seeing a partial of what, um, of what is going on in the world. We're only seeing part of what's happening. And when we're not faithful to God, we will continue to rebel against him and resist him rather than come into an understanding of the truth. This is what we need to do. We need to be faithful to God. We need to continue to contend for the truth of God's word because we will see um, the truth of God is, is just and it is right. And we will come to find that it is actually our own ignorance um, that has been getting in the way. This is what is, is so common today. You know, there is so much talk today about how unjust God's judgment is and how, you know, I couldn't believe in a God who sent people to hell and, you know, all these things. And the real issue here is that we are ignorant of the truth. We are ignorant of, of reality itself, of, of just how severe sin is, how, um, desperate, how far away we are from what is right and what is holy, how, how much we've sinned against um, our holy God, how much we've sinned uh, against one another. And we don't even understand uh, the reality of what's going on. But instead, you know, this, this issue for us where we choose ideas that are contrary to God, um, this, we need to understand that this isn't just an innocent um, mistake. This is rooted in sin. It's rooted in pride. It is rooted in arrogance and in our foolishness. And what God often has to um, expose to us is, is 
truthfully how foolish we are. You know, we really think that we are wise. We really think that we know how the world works. And yet we are completely blind to the truth of who God is. This is what God says of the wisdom of the world. I mean, look at it, the wisdom of the world, you know, you know, we can send a, a man to the moon and yet we live believing um, that God doesn't exist and denying his existence. I would say, you know, the most you know, the most foundational, uh, central truth to our entire existence, and we're completely dead and blind to it. This is the reality of man. Um, and when we continue to resist God rather than submit to him, this is rooted in rebellion. It is rooted in pride. And this is what we have to understand when we're talking about the consequences of our own ideas of selflessness getting in our own way is is we're at fault here. We're at fault. We're not just a victim when this stuff goes wrong for us. We're actually at fault. Um, and we we've participated in this rebellion. And some of the ways that this affects us is getting us stuck in um, situations that are harmful or you know keeping us um, having us reap the the very philosophies that we have sown. And this is what we need to understand. We need to see that these desires to be, you know, like Iron Man, this desire to be some, you know, empathy warrior, be like Dr. Strange or, you know, some, some, some high-minded guru is actually rooted in deep pride. It is rooted in pride against God because it is trying to take what only belongs to Christ, what only belongs to the eternal God and that greatness, that's that wisdom. Um, we're trying to take that and give it to ourselves. And we are trying to be as God. But this same conceit, this is what the Bible is warning Christians again and again and again of, um, warning us away from being conceited and wise in our own eyes and, and proud, because this issue is at the heart of all of us, where we want to be superior. And this desire to be superior, it doesn't matter which avenue you take. Every avenue is great, great sin. When we try to believe that we're, we're more enlightened, we're more moral, we're more whatever than other people, um, be, according to the flesh and, and believing of ourselves that we're these superior people, this is conflict. This will always provoke division. And, and we continue to allow ourselves these little delicacies of pride. We continue to say, oh, as long as I'm not legalistic, oh no, I can be proud because I, I care more about justice than the other people. I care more about compassion than other people, but this is still pride. And all pride is sin. All pride is sin against our neighbor of the deepest sort. And this is what we need to see um, is the fallout, is the reason we so often are, are trapped in these wrong views of selflessness because we are there trying to serve this pride. We are trying to be superior. We're trying to be greater than other people. So when it comes to leaving, we're like, oh no, I'm not that person. I'm the person who stays. I'm the person who endures and I'm the person who can love people into change. And we're dying for that pride pride. We're dying for that identity and we're enslaved to these identities that we've made for ourselves. We're enslaved to that pride. And so we um, put this system of selflessness or the system of ideologies into place, but then we become enslaved to them.
And so the terrible irony here is that while we're, we're, we're claiming to be so loving of people and how we're so much more loving and so much more, uh, much, so much more tolerant and accepting of other people, we're actually in the deepest sin against our neighbor. We're not loving our neighbor. We're against our neighbor because specifically because we keep trying to choose this pride. And this is what we need to see um, is, is so often we, we start talking about, you know, oh, yeah, just love your neighbor. OK, I got that. When the, our very ideas of love are, are adamantly opposed to love, they're adamantly opposed uh, to love for God and love for man. No, we need to be brought into true love for God and true love for man. And that will only ever be um, in accordance to the word of God. If our ideas of love are not fully in agreement with the word of God, then they are rooted in pride and we reap what we sow because we are choosing pride rather than holiness, rather than choosing the righteousness of God and walking in the things of God. We are actually, we're choosing sin and yet daring to claim that we're victims and daring to claim that we're, you know, innocent of wrong when these things go wrong. Oh, look at me. You know, I'm just trying to love people. Look what it got me. Look what it got me, God, when I was trying to just love my neighbor. We dare to blame God when the reality is is that we choose our pride in our own ideologies rather than the truth of God's word. And this is what happens when we do that. Going to Romans 13, verse 8, it says, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. You know, we talk so much about love and we act as if love is somehow different from holiness. When reality is that love is the fulfillment of the law. It is the fulfillment of holiness. And we continue to think that we can choose this love that is in contradiction and that the word of God gives us permission for this. This is where um, we are being deeply, deeply deceived today where we say, oh, God says to love. Okay, I'm going to go love. And that basically just means um, this idea that I have of love that's contrary to God's judgment. Yeah, that's that's what love is. And I'm going to go choose that. And we choose this and we and we sow this in our lives and then we reap terrible darkness from it and we begin to truly believe that it's God who deceived us when it's the devil who's deceiving us and it's our own sin that's deceiving us and it's the world that's deceiving us and yet we just dig deeper into these things because we refuse to be humbled we refuse to see our sin we refuse to see where we have gone contrary to God and we and we've been forced to see yeah the ways that I chose are actually foolish and only God knows what's truly right and what's truly wise. We, we have so many ideas today about love and we, and it's so hard to get people to face the truth about what they are choosing because they believe that the, the scriptures support them in it. Um, but love is always in agreement with the word of God. It is always going to be fulfilling the law, not somehow separate from the law. And this is what we often believe love is. And really what we think 
this love means is that we can continue to pursue our own ideas about love, our own ideas about God, our own ideas about compassion, whatever it is. And it's precisely here that we're actually loving ourselves. This is what we need to see at the, at the deepest uh, part of this issue is that we, we really think we're either serving God or, or man and we're believing our own lies. But the reality here, the, the bitterest part of it all that we need to see is that we're not serving others at all. We're serving ourselves. We're, we're trying to proclaim what we want to be true, not because we care about other people, but because we're trying to get permission um, for our own uh, selfishness. We're trying to get permission to serve our own self-love and our own ideas of how we want to live contrary to the word of God. And this might uh, certainly deceive us, but it never deceives God. And these, these ways that we choose, these things will never hold up in God's judgment. And that is what we need to see. We've chosen to serve ourselves. And now we're reaping the consequences because we chose to serve a man and, and to serve ourselves rather than serve God and his word. And, and there's great consequences to choosing this. And so we will continue in the next uh, podcast episode to talk more about this issue. Um, it is quite broad, so we will continue to talk about it some more. So I hope to see you all there. Take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.